Good morning, everyone, or afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. Good day. <laughs> what time, whatever time it is you're listening to this, I appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you. So interesting topic that we have here today, and that is <clears throat> triggers or conjured energy. And first, let me start by saying thank you for joining me. I know it's been a little while. I've been away uh, with the holidays and and I got sick a couple of times. Um, it's been a little tough to get back on, but we're here now and I appreciate you joining me. So yeah, as I was saying, um, triggers and conjured energy is what our topic is today. And this has been a topic that has been with me now reoccurring. So I know it's something that we need to, to talk about that is that kind of energy is extremely important. And I find to be some of the toughest, it is where mindfulness helps us so much. So first let's, let's define what triggers are or conjured energy triggers or conjured energy are, uh, energy that is generated within us from something that we hear, see, read, or even, and this one is the important one, intend. So I'll give you examples of of all of it. Uh, Something we hear. So we could be watching the news. That could even be something that we see as well. Um, Or, hey, we see a car. Uh, on the road, cut another car off. And maybe, I mean, just that alone will could potentially conjure some energy in you and you get mad. And maybe you're like, oh, that, that whatever that guy or girl is, you know, you're getting mad. Anyway, that's the point. You start to develop a, a feeling from that, an emotion. Or say uh, you're watching a, a sports game and somebody you don't like, a call that a referee makes and you that conjures an energy, an energy in you that is lower in vibration or, um, you have a friend deceive you, you, and you don't like that obviously. Uh, but that conjures a feeling. So those are triggers. And as I said, something that we hear, see, or read. So you could even be reading a newspaper, reading a book, and you are extremely unhappy and develop a feeling from something that it is you just read. Or, hey, or a friend comes to you and talks about another friend. Now, this one's huge. If a friend comes to you or somebody that you know, an acquaintance, acquaintance, whatever, comes to you and, and talks about another person, And that now creates a feeling within you that you don't like towards the third person or that person that the friend or the acquaintance was talking about. These are energies you want to watch greatly and really try to create separation with. And that's why I say mindfulness is such a huge tool that you can use for these energies because in all of them, you do not want to go with that conjured feeling, with that trigger. <clears throat> Typically, triggers that set us off are aspects of us that need healing. So if I see something, hear, or read something that I don't like 
and that bothers me. And I then move with that energy or express that energy through my own speech or create or it conjures enough energy that I move with it and do something uh, to show that that low vibrational feeling that I have, you know, that is not a good thing. And it is absolutely something that we want to be mindful of and begin to separate with the triangle again. I feel like that triangle is such an awesome reference, but we want to create that. So we want to be aware of the feeling immediately or as soon as possible. And I'll tell you, we all have triggers. That is one of the one of one of the theories that I have, or a lot of people out there have, is that if you're living there is something inside you that needs to be healed. And the triggers or conjured energy are revelations of that fact. If you are still getting triggered by something that you read, see, or, or hear, or even intend, you are, um, he, you, there's something there that needs to be healed. And trust me, even to this day, I mean, I meditate, every single day and to this day i have triggers and i will tell you this we all go through these waves where the triggers or conjured energy don't affect us as much at times as they will at other times and that is a huge example of the energetic waves that we all go through and an example of something of why you do not want to move with it. So once you notice, and some of them take a little bit of time <clears throat> for you to notice that you are getting triggered. But once you do notice that you are getting triggered or conjured, uh, energy is being conjured from something that you uh, hear, see, and read, you immediately must begin to separate and understand what just created that energy within you or conjured that energy within you, then begin to not necessarily analyze it, but observe it. Always just observe without expectation. And it's important for you not to get mad at yourself. This whole process, when you think about it with all the things that we need to do or be aware of, it's daunting. It's, there's a lot there. Just that fact alone could actually conjure energy within you where you're like, yeah, it's, this is too much. Um, it's, it's too much. It's too hard. That's conjured energy. When we get lost in all the, all the aspects that are, that compose the ascension process, but we must appreciate the journey. And that reminder has been so beaten into my system, even lately, uh, you guys know back when I was guided to Sedona, Arizona, I came back saying I really learned a lot about the journey and how important it is to appreciate the journey. Well, these triggers and the conjured energy that we get at times <clears throat> is, is exactly why it is important to appreciate the journey because you don't want to get lost in the frustration of feeling that energy and then getting mad at yourself that you did feel it. 
understand that that's just something to be aware of and to continue to work on your healing and your minimization of some of these triggers as you progress. It's not something that you need to hold on to so tightly and get mad at yourself about. Do not do that. Find the peace in the journey of realizing that you noticed it and then finding peace in separating. <clears throat> and I think I said in the last podcast, uh, please excuse my throat. That's part of uh, me being sick for a couple weeks there where uh, I just got, I just get this phlegm in my throat lately uh, after that. But anyway, uh, where where was I? I don't even remember what I was saying now. <laughs> well, either way. So we want to practice mindfulness and be aware during these situations and then continue to work on ourselves. Every time it happens, it's okay. But notice how you are handling it. And some instances you might handle better than others. However, those ones that you're not handling very well, you really want to start to kind of get a hold of them quicker, faster, become more aware of them. Okay, how did I feel right before there? What did I do to exacerbate that energy and amplify it? Or did I corral it and and I and and unpack it a little bit better and handled it in a much more peaceful way. You, that's something for that you guys are going to need to practice and continue to be honest with yourself. Okay, where can I improve? Where is my ego mind trying to take me in those moments? What is it trying to get me to do? And I'll tell you this. Sometimes that trigger or that conjured energy what needs to be healed might not even be related to that particular situation so and 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 really it could be anything it could be a past trauma it could be a lie that you told a friend it's a big lie and that energy is still in you that needs to be released and yet that's just how it's manifesting. So what, what, what I'm trying to say here is that there are levels to these. So that trigger is just a manifestation of the energy that is already within you. But what we must realize and analyze is, okay, there's a depth here that we need to look at. What is it that is within me that I'm, that I have, like, maybe is it, is it deception? Is it my own deception? Is it my... Uh, is it, uh, like I said, past trauma? Is it whatever it is, whatever it could be within you? Is it I'm not being very nice to people? Am I being mean? Am I unhappy with myself? Am I, do I feel something about myself that is keeping this harnessed energy within me? And that's how it's manifesting in these triggers and these conjured energies. And then I'm exploding over here. But in reality, the, the the true reason behind it all is that I'm unhappy for some some reason, or I'm still healing an aspect of myself, or I haven't released, uh, I'm holding on to, uh, like, I'm not being completely honest, whatever it is. <clears throat> it really could be anything. But 
if you can go in and just really observe that energy and know yourself well, be willing to look at all the darkness that we all hold within us and look at what could potentially be manifesting itself through that trigger, you will be able to not even necessarily discern what it is, but you will introspect. And introspection is necessary in this process. We have to be willing to go within ourselves and really look at and inventory our own energy. Why are things happening within us? But we don't have to know the answers immediately. And this is another important aspect. Give yourself time and patience to really allow these answers to be revealed to you when you are meant to know what they are. <clears throat> Again, appreciating that journey, which is why I was saying that earlier, is important. And knowing, and I mean that, knowing that you will know your answer when the time is meant to, for you to know. So what you must do is notice that you feel away and what triggered or conjured that energy at the moment and then separate, okay? Create the separation between your speech and your actions. We already know that you your triggers created or uh, brought up, manifested a feeling within you. Now, how do you handle that feeling? Do you say or speak uh, negatively? And do you act negatively? Because if you are connecting any two of those corners to the feeling already, you all, you know that is that that's a ton of energy that you're putting into a low vibration. And really, what we want to do is we want to be high vibrational. So if we can connect the other two, uh, speech and action, in a more positive way, then we can break that cycle, and we don't necessarily that triggered conjured energy won't drive us in a, in a low vibrational way. <clears throat> so as I said in my last podcast, I think it was the most important thing that you can do in any moment is actually be in that moment, not in yesterday, not in five seconds ago, not in five minutes from now, not in 10 hours or even not in tomorrow. It is to be right now. It is to be in general because in any moment you could be receiving these nudges, these gentle nudges from above that are going to push you in the direction that you're meant to go. It is when we get wrapped up in these feelings and these thoughts and this conjured energy that our ego mind is able to really dissuade us from being in the moment. And then we kind of get lost and we don't want that obviously. Now, that's all the, the lower vibrational aspects of conjured energy triggers. But I will tell you right now, triggers or conjured energy, there is a very, very high vibrational um, aspect to them as well. If, and it's, and it's part of the, the definition that I said in the beginning, if you intend for that to happen. And this is what I mean there. <clears throat> First, on the low vibrational way, <clears throat> if you intend for yourself to break that cycle and you want to, once you have the feeling, you want to speak positively and act positively, if you intend that, well then, okay, beautiful, 
what can you, what are some things that you can do to practice that intention so that when the moment happens again, your body, your mind will begin to react autonomously. It'll, it'll, you'll, you'll train yourself to just do something that's more positive if you intend that and practice it. Meditation and mindfulness are huge tools to use uh, before to help you practice. So like what I'm saying here is if you meditate on a situation, okay, I've noticed that I get triggered in this, these particular situations. So if you know that, if you, if you notice that, you can meditate on going through that situation in your mind and train your mind to, to, as you visualize the situation, whatever situation that is, road rage, someone takes your parking spot at the grocery store, you read the news and you get frustrated at a political party or what our government's doing or another government around the world, or uh, you, you get mad at a friend's deception or evil in general, like evil, evil in general. You don't want to get mad at evil because you're feeding it. That is the whole point here. We want to feed the positivity and love. You don't get mad at this stuff that we are trying to find greater peace and allow our own energy to balance and to be more loving. <clears throat> we do that through our intentions and through our practices and meditation and mindfulness help us practice. Help us walk, visualize these scenarios so that when we do go through them, we're already prepared. Our minds already know what it is we intend to do and thus we'll go in that direction. And you'll notice like if you visualize this more and more before the situation even happens, when the situation comes in, you are you're seriously going to be astounded that your mind and your speech and actions already going in the direction that you want it, that you intended it to go rather than where it used to go before you were actually healing, like before you might get mad. Now you might actually find another way of, that's more peaceful and loving to handle that situation. So <clears throat> that is uh, the intention part here is so important. Now, the next one um I will give you an example of triggers or conjured energy. Reiki. Reiki is a conjured energy. Now, it is a life force from above. Yes, that is true. It is. It, but Reiki is only uh, conjuring the energy within you to begin to move, the healing energy, to begin to help you heal. And that starts with your intention. You go to a Reiki person like myself. I'm a Reiki master. You go to somebody that does Reiki and you're, you've already set the intention of, I want to heal and I'm looking for help to heal. Okay. So the job of the Reiki person is to simply allow that light to pass through them to activate your own energy. And it's, it's a beautiful concept, but that is the power of your intention. And that's where intention comes in so much because once you intend to heal, once you intend to be peaceful, once you intend to, to be loving and to, uh, to um, conjure this energy, 
it is it it's very effective and <clears throat> like i said in the beginning there's a there's a lower vibrational aspect to triggers and conjured energy but there's also a very high uh a high vibrational um aspect to conjured and triggered energy and that's what we're talking about now through reiki meditation is the same thing meditation is a very high vibrational uh a way of triggering energy now let me give you another for instance <clears throat> i had a woman i used to work with years ago <clears throat> excuse me and she said chris you know i can't really meditate um so what i do is i ride a bike and when i'm riding a bike i just it's just so beautiful it's so relaxing and so peaceful and i said awesome that's that's great i was like do you mind you mind doing something with me right now she's like yeah okay what do you got you know do you have time do you have moment to 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 walk with me right now she's like yeah not walk with me but to walk through an exercise i want to do with her she's like, yeah yeah i have the time sit down close your eyes begin to relax take a couple deep breaths and she does it so then i say picture in your mind right now you're on your bike what is the most peaceful place that you've ever ridden your bike the, the 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 place that you just feel the most happy and she's like oh in this one particular park and when the sun's beating down it's so warm and beautiful and i was like okay paint that picture in your head i want you to see yourself riding that bike and she's sitting there with a smile on her face and she i'm like do you feel that she's like yes i can feel that and i'm like okay we are conjuring energy right there we, this is the high vibrational aspect of conjuring energy. We are creating, not creating necessarily, specifically creating, but we are bringing all that peace, love, and happiness that we're already searching for is already within us. We just have to find a way to pull it up, to get it out. And that is where triggers and conjured energy on a high vibrational level can be extremely useful tools in us finding that love. And that's the one thing you don't hear much about. Like people always talk about triggers and they always talk about that low vibrational as aspect of it. But man, the power of conjuring energy within you, that image that we just walked with her. And when she was done, she came out going, that was amazing. And I said, and I pointed out to her, you just meditated. You just focused on that feeling you wanted. You created the same exact feeling when you're riding, you just created that within your own body, from your own body, because it's already within you. I just showed you how to get it, how to, how to trigger it, conjure it yourself. And she looked at me like, holy shiznit, I can't believe you just did that. It's amazing. And I'm like, you just meditated though. You can meditate. And a lot of people say that to me all the time is I can't meditate. And I'm like, no, we just haven't found what works for you yet. And that's what we need to. So and you guys can do this to help heal if you have a repeated situation that is occurring and this repeated situation triggers you again from the low vibrational perspective like if you see road rage or, or you read the news or you know whatever it is intend now for yourself to heal and attend for yourself to be better at those in those situations and then begin 
to use these tools, meditation, mindfulness, to create what it is you do want to do, how you want to handle those situations that is more loving and peaceful, and then allow that to happen the next time. <clears throat> I'll give you another, for instance, I've, I've had a couple situations lately. It's weird. I haven't had one in quite some time where um, I've had some people like get, have road rage against me and for whatever reason i have allowed myself to get wrapped up in the moment and i kind of get mad and will i won't i won't express anything back to them but i get mad in the moment where i'm like this mother you know to myself but that's still expressing i'm still connecting two two thirds i feel the energy and now i'm talking about it to myself, nonetheless, but still, I'm expressing it. I'm connecting two-thirds of the triangle, and that's a lot of energy. And I've realized that about myself over the past couple of weeks. Now, granted, I haven't been doing well, but that's just an excuse. You know, doing well meaning I've been sick. That's just an excuse. So what I have been doing as a result is exactly what I'm telling you guys is very helpful is first I'm aware of it. That's you have to be uh, clearly without awareness. You, you don't even know you're getting mad. So I'm aware. Then I intend to help myself. Okay. What do I want to, what do I, what do I want this situation to be like? Yeah. Yes. I'm not getting mad at the person. I'm not, I'm not like tailgating them. I'm not flipping them the bird. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just getting saying words to myself that are lower in vibration. Okay, so what do I want it to look like? I want it to be more peaceful. I want to take a deep breath and I just want to get out of their way or allow them to pass me, whatever it is. And then I want to leave it. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to stare them in their eye and be like, what are you doing? I don't want to do that. I don't want to engage. I want to be at peace. So I want to take a deep breath and I want to move over and let them do their thing and go on about my day. So I've been meditating on that. I've been practicing my in my own mind how I want to handle that situation. <clears throat> and I haven't had it, <laughs> I haven't had it happen again uh, since I started to practice, but but I know already that the intention is there, the practice is that is there. Now it's a matter of okay, how deep is the ego mind in that moment? Do I have to keep pushing? Like the next time it might happen, it it I might get mad and say one word rather than several words. Okay, progress. Appreciate the journey. Be patient with yourself. Keep working. Keep striving for what it is you're looking for. And know that there are going to be hook, uh, mess ups sometimes. Sometimes we slip. That's okay. Appreciate the journey. That 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 uh, message could not have been more clear to me the other day. <clears throat> I was I apologize. This is like appreciating the journey and working with your triggers and conjured energy are are I guess like the two topics that we're talking about. <laughs> so the other day though, I'm going to take pictures of birds and the to get to this one location that I wanted to go to it takes me about an hour and. I must have seen like 14 hawks on the way there. And I'm and I'm going to take pictures of birds, hawks included in those birds. And I'm sitting there going, wow, like 
I'm going to take pictures of birds, but on my way there, I'm seeing, no kidding, I count them all the time, 14 hawks. So it's, it's again, it's just the, the, the example of appreciating the journey and allowing for that journey to be an important part of the process because it is a process. So be patient with yourself when you are experience these triggers and these conjured energies and then use them in a more positive way. Use triggers and conjured energy to help yourself, to benefit yourself, to help you get to where you want to go. That is the beautiful thing about this. So many people, here's another one. So many people say to me, I like, I love travel, right? So I love to drive all over the country. And <clears throat> um, so many people say to me, like, I, I really wish I could go here or there. And I tell them all the time, go there, go there in your mind, conjure that location through the intention. And that's, that's how important these triggers and conjured energy can be, how powerful they can be when you use them to benefit you rather than to only focus on the low vibrational triggers, focus also on the, or focus on those positive ones and do like, do exercises that help you um, uh, remote view or astral project and go to these locations that you want to go. It is absolutely amazing how powerful you guys are when you begin to delve into your intentions and allow those intentions to come to fruition by working. I think, I know we've had a podcast before, so we intend it, then we have to, it's the triangle again. We have the thought, the feeling. Okay, we intend our intentions. That's the thought and the feeling. Then we say something, which is, okay, I want to remote view to Hawaii. And then we do something. We meditate. And we trigger or conjure those visions of Hawaii within our minds. Now, some of you guys might go, well, that's just me picturing it. Excuse me. Okay. Maybe at first, yes, but give it time. Appreciate the journey. Give it time. Be patient with yourself. And eventually what's going to happen is your mind is going to go there and you're going to start to get pictures back of what it looks like. <clears throat> I'll give you a, for instance, <clears throat> I think I, I told you guys one time I didn't see the owl in my neighborhood for quite some time. Then I went into a meditation. I intended to see it. I intended to bring it closer to me. Haven't seen it in weeks. I intended for it to come closer to me. Then <clears throat> I did a meditation and I spoke those words. I'm calling the Al's energy to me. And then I did the meditation, my action. And no kidding, that night, I heard the owl again and here's, I've been looking for the owl now for quite some time. Again, appreciate the process. This past week, this past week, I conjured this owl. What I would do is I would go outside in the middle of the night. If I heard it, I would go out and I would play owl sounds for it. So I would hear the owl a little bit down my street. 
So I'd go out with a speaker three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, whenever I would hear it, I'd go out with a speaker and I would pull up owl sounds of this particular owl. I know it's a great horned owl. And I would play it uh, Friday, mo Saturday morning, just as past Saturday morning. When I went, I heard it. I went outside middle of the night and I played the sound. The owl flew right above my head. I swear to you, only probably 20 feet right over my head and did a circle and then flew away. So I conjured that owl to me. Any energy you want to feel, you can conjure any energy. Hawks, I do all the time. I love to see hawks. I love to remote view. So I conjure that. And what do I do there? I do a meditation on seeing seeing hawks. And just yesterday I did one and I saw a hawk. And it's interesting because when I see it, the hawk, I, I truly feel like I am astro projecting because when I get to the hawk, the hawk will... I don't for for those of you that don't know, birds of prey are typically very shy animals, very shy birds, eagles, hawks, falcons. They don't really want to be <laughs> like hanging with humans much. They don't like us or they don't like hanging with us. So they tend to fly away if I'm ever close to them. And what I've noticed is in my visions, in my meditations where I intend to go to a hawk or see a hawk. They fly away. And I think what's happening in those situations is my energy, it's picking up on my remote view or my astral projection. It's picking up on my soul's presence with it and it's flying away. <clears throat> so my my point here is that triggers, yes, can be viewed as a very low vibrational thing, but really they're not because they are showing you what you need to heal. From that point on, it is, how do I want to heal it? Then that's that's the one aspect. Then the other aspect is the, what energy do I want to conjure? How do I want to use triggers to help me? Because you can do that. And that's what we were talking about, these two aspects. <clears throat> and you can use triggers and conjured energy in positive ways like we just discussed, but in any situation, any situation, practice in your mind how it is you want to be in a particular situation, meditate on it, allow that to happen. <clears throat> Earlier, we talked about Reiki. Reiki is a conjured energy. It is conjuring our own healing power within us. So you could take that anywhere. You want to be more creative. Okay. Beautiful. Say you're like left-brained and left-brain uh, people are more analytical, um, which I tend to be. I used to be left-brained, but I no kidding have trained myself now to become more creative. And what do I mean by that? When I say I have trained myself to be more creative, I'm not saying that I trained myself to like learn how to draw. But what I did do is I'm not a very creative person when it comes to creating things. Okay. <clears throat> but what I have noticed is that from conjuring or triggering energy within me, by being, that energy just naturally flows. It is the most amazing thing. And I'll give you an example. Most of you guys know I'm a teacher now. 
And sometimes developing lessons is not easy for um for some of the for for some of my classes. However, what I've noticed is that when I am present in the moment, I am I find some of the coolest lessons I have ever done were done in the very moment, not planned not planned a week earlier or earlier in the week or yesterday or even earlier. Uh, sometimes they, they do happen earlier in the day and they're still very good, but that's because I'm picking up on the energy of the day. I am being very present, but I have found that some of my worst uh, lessons were planned. I, I actually, I, 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 I did a lesson uh, one time that I had to plan a week in advance, if not two. And I did, I planned it and, and I, I did the lesson and I got to be honest with you, it was probably the worst lesson I've ever done, but that's because I didn't, I wasn't present. I wasn't being, I was trying to, I was actually trying to conjure an energy that, that I was expecting to have like two weeks from now, a week from now that, I mean, yes, I can conjure, <clears throat> I can, I can intend for me to have that energy, but I can't conjure energy today that I want tomorrow. I conjure the intent and I tell my, and then I train for that energy to be present in the day. It, it, there's a, there's a difference. You got, I hope you guys are understanding what I'm saying. Like, okay, I want to be happy from two days from now. Okay. But I can't conjure that energy right now and expect it to be present. Then I have to intend it, work on it. And then on that day, do things that are conjuring that energy as well. You guys get that difference there. I hope so. So um, anyway, <clears throat> so some of my best lessons though happen in the moment. And that's because I'm, I'm present and I am reading the energy of the moment. I am going with everything that I feel in the moment and the creative energy just flows. And then I'll just get a sudden idea and I'll, make an adjustment or I'll bring something new in or, or I'll take something out and it completely shifts the entire dynamic of the lesson. And the lesson turns out to be amazing and great. So my point here is that if you tend to be left brained or more analytical and less creative, be present and allow yourself to conjure those energies naturally organically by being present in the moment that's my whole point here don't yes practice how you want to handle particular situations like if it, if you're triggered in a low vibrational way but <clears throat> if you're trying to conjure um creativity and and patience then that comes with being and practicing um being present and allowing those knowing that those energies will flow when you need them. And it is, it's pretty amazing. Some of the, some of the things that happen when you are present and you're willing to go with the flow. So please forgive me. I feel like this is this, this podcast is kind of like going in a number of different directions, but really it all does. It all does um, flow with each other because we don't want to, go with we want to be in the moment to allow those energies to flow as they will however when we're feeling the low vibrational know that we want to be 
more peaceful, more loving. We don't want to allow those low vibrational triggers to drive us to be low vibrational. You get my difference there? Anyway, so that is my, that is the uh, podcast that I had. Uh, hopefully you guys understand triggers and um, conjured energy. Be very, very aware when you are triggered or conjured low vibrational energy. Very aware of that. And don't allow it to drive you in any low vibrational way. <clears throat> but also know that you can conjure more peaceful, loving, positive energy by your intentions and practice. That is very, very important and very powerful. Oh, oh, here's another one. I'll give you another one. Um, When I was a kid, I was not very affectionate. And <clears throat> I would always have like, I mean, and I'm talking like 10 and 12 years old. I remember my girlfriends would say, Chris, um, you know, you don't hold my hand while we're walking down the street. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I don't, that's too embarrassing, you know? And they're like, well, why is it embarrassing when we're walking down the street and we're just, you know, kind of showing the world our love? And I never understood it. Now, I know my family is not very affectionate, but what I did was, obviously, I was triggered. I was triggered embarrassingly by someone trying to be, by my girlfriend trying to be affectionate with me. And, you know, at 10 years old now. <clears throat> but what I did at that moment was I conjured that love within me for I used, I triggered myself, my own loving energy by simply allowing my ego to kind of go away a little bit and telling myself, hey, this is a good thing, you know, allowing, allowing love to be shown to others in, in, a, in a physical way is a good thing. Now, this was all done intuitively at, at, at 10 and 12 years old, but, <clears throat> but it's the I triggered and conjured that energy on my own. So what I started to do is in any given moment, when, once I felt or got like, I noticed like I would start to, Chris, you should hold her hand. I, I would notice that thought coming into my hand, into my head. Now, if I allowed my ego to get in uh, and, 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 and guide me, my ego would go, now you don't have to do that. And I knew that I, I saw that conversation taking place as a kid. But I would always listen to the more positive one. I would always go with that one and be like, and, 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 and knew that that was the more right thing to do. So I would, and looking back on it now, I could tell my sacral chakra was like not very open. And I started to build that energy up in myself. And I would tell myself. I remember as a kid, I remember myself, I go, okay, I'm going to hold her hand. I'm going to hold her hand. This is before I even saw her. And I was triggering. I was conjuring that energy within myself. I'm bringing it up because I knew that that was the uh, better for the situation, you know? And then when I would see her, I would grab her and it would take me a lot. Cause I'd be like, Oh, go! I, I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to hold your hand, you know, 10 year old little kid, but I did it. And that is another example, though, of, of sometimes it is a little uncomfortable stepping outside our boundaries, stepping outside of what we were and, and what we were doing. But habits are built here. Your, your 
conjured energy that 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 I was allowing to happen there helped me and that situation uh, eventually overcome that that fear that I had for whatever it was. I don't even know why I had it, but I had it. So anyway, I hope you guys uh, like this podcast. I will go ahead and channel for you now. And I do appreciate your presence here. I know this wasn't a long podcast, but uh, I know the topic was one that they were really wanting me to talk about. Grateful we are, my children. And we do say energy that is conjured within us, brought up to the surface, is just that, brought to the surface. It is a revelation, if you will, if you will, of what is already inhabited within you, within the physical aspect of who you are. But it is part of the process to allow that onion to peel layer by layer, piece by piece. It is the triggers within you that are so helpful in this process. And yes, we do intentionally use the wording helpful for these triggers are showing a greater aspect of who you are, but not only that of who you are, but also of what you are capable of. The power that you hold all of you inside of you is astronom astronomically great. The mind is a much more powerful tool than any of us, you, are typically aware of. But we ask you now to become one with its power, understanding that your mind can do anything that it desires. And we do mean this. The true power all of you hold within yourselves is beautiful and very powerful. We ask you to, one, yes, intend for whatever it is that you would like in a loving atmosphere, in a loving way. And then, yes, to meditate on this intention. We ask you to do not want low vibration or do not want out of need but rather out of love, knowing that it is within the out of love aspect of the desire so much is capable. Then we ask you to not try to get it or obtain it, we say. We ask you to simply observe and allow for that energy to be brought to you. This is, excuse me, this is the law of attraction and it is a very powerful law when you begin to delve into its aspects. The law of attraction will help align your energy with the energy at which you have been calling upon or conjuring as Christopher has so called it. <clears throat> and we are grateful for this. The energy that you are capable of conjuring is great, but we do ask you as noted today, patience is needed. Be patient with yourself and allow for the energy to maneuver with you, to you. And we do mean maneuver to you. You are not capable of trying to align with it. it. It's something that happens naturally, organically, as a direct result of the energy at which you vibrate. And your vibrations must be high in order for the attainment to occur. You will be aligned to the intention, not the opposite. You will be aligned to the intention. This is an important distinction. When you intend something, but you do not try to seek it out, you find a greater alignment with it. <clears throat> and this is true of the law of attraction. 
And as you have noticed, there is a great correlation between all of these aspects of ascension. But Christopher is right. The true intention, the true ability of all of you is to be very present in the moment and allow for this moment, this moment, to take you where it is guiding you. And with that, we say thank you very much, my children. <clears throat> be of great peace. And we tell you now to be at peace in your hearts. Do not allow the conjured energy that is external you drive you in a way that is lower in vibration. But and in retrospect, find great peace in knowing that you are all God's children and will be brought to the eternal light when the time is right. It is within that peace so much can be created, felt, heard. When you know you are God's children and you are always protected, you will find a greater sense of peace within you. Fear is never an option, not even death, for death is no. Not. It is not accurate. There is no death. And your crossing over of the soul is only something that is beautiful in occurrence. We are always with you, my children, and we do ask for your calling upon us so that we may help. There are ascendant masters and archangels waiting at your beck and call always, waiting for you, calling upon you to call for them so that they may be able to assist with your own growth and process moving forward. We are grateful for all that you do upon this realm to bring greater peace to not only yourselves, but to others. But that is only occurring in your being, my children, not in your doing. Be peaceful, be loving, always. And this will create the change that you all wish. We are grateful for this understanding, and we ask you all now to go in great peace, Enoch speaking. Thank you, my children. Thank you, Enoch. All right. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you bearing with my absence over the past couple of weeks, and I am truly grateful for you listening. I hope these... I hope these podcasts helps help in some way. And if there's anything that you want to learn about or understand or want me to talk about or channel about, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And <clears throat> if I can do it, I absolutely will. Although a lot of my topics come from above, all of them mostly, um, you know, I am absolutely willing to deviate and do something that you guys want. So uh, we've definitely done that in the past and we'll definitely do it again. So thank you all so much. Love you all. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Take care.